when when McGregor said, I see a dead boy. I said, oh, shit, he had Lucky Charms. That's the only thing I could think of. I was blown away at how oh, leprechaun he sounded. So I see a dead boy. It was the fucking funniest thing. I don't know. The mirror is hilarious. If you didn't watch it, you must have missed it. That wasn't my fault. It was funny. I mean, I'm not even wearing my chains today. Keeping it light. No do-rag, no chains. Ooh, serious. Oh, yeah, some Spanish music today. Remember, if you don't hear the music, it's because you are watching YouTube. So you got to go over there. Apple Podcast, Spotify, check it out. Head over to klava.com, everything's there. I need a cough button. Such a good song. Oh yeah, come on, shit, I look good, alright? Hey. That's embarrassing as shit. Not really, I mean, I'm not doing shit with it, but that's hilarious, bro. I didn't even see it there. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Live 01. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Live 01. Welcome to the Kasabian Live 01 show live from Las Vegas, episode 208. I know what you're thinking. 208 episodes. Who do you talk about all the time? Everything. It's a show that never ends. This is like Lamb Chop, but better because we don't have puppets yet. This fucking water sucks. The deal with Ascentia fell through. They never hit me back. (laughs) All right. Enough with the shenanigans. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. Um, if uh, this is your first time watching or listening, thank you. If this is your last time watching or listening, thank you. Uh, if you're watching, we're recording for the podcast. So thank you to the millions and millions of podcast listeners and the five watchers <laughs> that watch live. Because if it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't be doing this. Hey, enough, lady. Relax in the chat. This is not that type of show. All right? You need to calm down. God, what's wrong with these people? So, ugh. God. Que nasty, viste? Sucia. Um, if you're listening, thank you. Because you guys are the best. I don't know what happened, but we, like, our audience grew. Like, audio is weird when it comes to podcasts because I'm assuming that most people would consume this while they're driving. And audio is, is perfect. And um, I used to be... I would rather not have a camera and just talk to the microphone, but I mean, it just doesn't work that way. People kind of enjoy this. I think we get some, we get like five views, six views, you know, we're like literally if I get like two more views, we'll be at like nine, nine views. We're going to break the fucking, at this rate, we're going to break YouTube, the algorithm, (laughs) the algorithm ain't going to know what to do. Um, but no, thank you. I appreciate y'all. I just like complaining. Somebody got to listen. So I got to talk to somebody about it. Uh, head over to klavo.com. Check out the music. Check out the merch. That's klavo.com. K-L-A-V-O-E.com. That's my name. 
Xavier Lavo. That's the Cash App. Donate. Why are we asking you to donate? Because we set a goal of $2,000 for a laptop for the show to help edit content, and we would like to see if we can do it with the show. So we're going to use our audience, and we're going to crowdfund, and we're actually going to do some really cool things because I might not just buy the laptop. Like, if I buy the laptop with that money, I might even go buy two laptops and then go give it to some kids. So... Donate right there at the Cash App or head over to klivo.com. We've got a donation button. Remember when you donate, too, it goes to feed and school five Puerto Rican babies. So remember, you helping out in the long run, and we appreciate you over here at the Xavier Lavo Show. It's been like 175 million degrees in Las Vegas for the past week. I can't take waking up at 2 in the morning anymore to 100-degree weather. My car is hot in the garage, out the garage. I'm hot, the house hot, studio hot. It's so many hot things. Like, you're in traffic, the car's hot, it moves different. You sluggish, the bitch heavy in the heat. It's just nasty. And it's humid, it's clouds, because it's so hot. It's making the, the water evaporate in California, and it gets in the clouds. You know, condensation and shit, and the cycle of water and whatnot. And all this fucking humidity in Vegas is the nastiest shit. Like, I left New York. I don't want to deal with humidity here. Are you crazy? That's nasty. So, today we'll be talking about our boy uh, from Virgin who took off into space and he looked like a little baby. Mr. Bronson was having a great time. Uh, shout out to him and his Virgin Casino out here in Las Vegas. Connor, yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. There's good days in fighting, there's bad days. That just happened to be a bad day. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, we're going to talk about the Cuban protests and what does it mean and why it's going on and what. What to look for to avoid and to understand what's really going on? Because there's going to be a lot of spinning when it comes to this Cuban thing. Um, and being Puerto Rican, you already know this is, oh, baby, baby, I wake up every day ready for this one. Are you crazy? Let me teach y'all some shit. Um, let's talk about the California fires. Um, they're having a worse year than last year. And it seems that they're having more fires now than ever. And we just talked about this in land management. And uh, let's really, you know, let's delve into it. We're going to be reading a couple of stories. Like I said, we're changing up how we do the show, right? So we got a couple of pieces now. We got some sources for you. Our, our news articles call, come from Apple News. Uh, if you guys are curious, um, today we'll be uh, reading from uh, Los Angeles uh, Times and The Hill. But I'll tell y'all when we get there. I just wanted to say that because I feel like I need to give these people their props. They do a good job at writing this stuff. And I just want to bring it to y'all. Like, you know, I curate the day. I try to find things that I find that are interesting. And then I want to bring to you because I would like to teach, you know, if a story can teach some type of value, let's let's bring it here. And if we can create some type of dialogue, that's always the best. Like this show is about discourse. I'm a conservative. I am the other voice of hip hop. I look at things a lot differently because... I'm Puerto Rican and I know what it's like to go through the things that the Cuban people are going through because I've seen it my my whole life. Like, uh, it's unfortunate how our people are treated and we're so close to each other. But we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, hey, like and subscribe. This is your first time here. Thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed my sexy voice. My throat is still a little messed up from having COVID Delta version six that my mom brought back from New York. Thanks, mom. Appreciate you. You're the best. Um, apparently, uh, Puerto Ricans can catch COVID like seven times. We're just fucking COVID prone and nothing happens. You just get asthma and then you just get better. It just goes away. And, um, that's, that's pretty shit. McGregor fought Poirier and, you know, 
it, the highlights are very disheartening, and because Poirier was the winner, they're only showing his good clips. Um, those punches were pillows. Like he was punching like shit when he was hitting him. So the idea that um, he was completely sweeping him or like he dominated the fight that wasn't it. It was a great fight. Um, I would say it wasn't looking great for McGregor, but at the same time, when the leg is is a uh, is broken. You know, it's a stoppage. So it's a it's a shitty way to go out. Tough break, bud. Um, he was uh he was fired up. It's interesting to see somebody that wants to fight that's already worth so much money. Like, I think that there's a a money pressure point that us business people use. Like, you can't pay people too much money to do certain things because they'll feel like fuck you, we don't need you. Um, which is weird because like I can cut it off because you do need me because I'm the supplier of the said money. Um. And McGregor's worth like $300 million. He don't need to go get punched in the face for shit. But he was out there. So good on him. Uh, good on Dustin. Dustin looked amazing. I think that should be said. Dustin Poirier uh, has aged like fine wine. And that man is, is he fucking looks good, dude. Pause. Like He's out there. His last five fights, even both McGregor fights and before that, that boy was on fire. He, he looked great out there. And uh, he said he's over the shit. But um, good on him. I think he, he's uh he's aged very well in fighting and and um you know I wish him the best of luck. And McGregor, same thing, man. Um he he um he's McGregor. <laughs> shit. He, when he was in the first press conference, he was talking shit and he sounded like such a leprechaun. It was so fucking funny. It was a fun, to me it was a fucking funniest thing, I swear to God. Uh so Virgin Galactic. I invested in that company when they first popped off, right? And I was like, yo, this is the one I'm about to meet. Yo, just rolling in dough. Um, today we're not gonna talk about the fucking tumbling of the stocks, but we are gonna talk about them taking that first trip and how cool that was. Um, if you didn't watch it, Virgin Galic Galactic, excuse me, is a a new space flight service that takes you to um basically orbit and you float up there for whatever the amount of time is, the allotted time, and then you you know come back to earth it's um it's cool expensive as shit doesn't really uh fit in my budget you know what i'm saying for 250k you get to go and float for a couple minutes and you get to see like the curvature of the earth so all you flat earthers like if you want to take that trip 250 you can see the roundness of the earth no excuse now you can take the trip literally and be back in the same day same day um, shout out to him for doing that. That was pretty dope. I think Elon, as far as like the billionaire little kids that be doing crazy weird shit, Elon still takes the the cake because he put his car in space. And I think that was like the dopest shit ever. If you haven't seen that, go Google that. He put his car in space. Super dope. With a little spaceship guy in it. And then a spaceship guy, space suit person. And then on the screen it said, don't panic. So I'm assuming he was playing French Montana. He was like, Siri, play French Montana. Don't panic. And it's floating in space right now. That's dope. I think that's way cooler than just going out there and coming back. Like, my car's floating in space. Like, word. <laughs> Is yours? No. Uh, what else happened? Okay, listen. I have um a confession. I have a confession. These are my confessions. I like Jocelyn's Cabaret. All right? I'm just going to say that. I'm a huge fan. I'm a fan. 
I look forward to watching the show. And it's not for the titties or the ass. I really don't care. I look past it because, you know, being from Vegas, I actually want to have a cabaret. Like, we have many cabarets here, and we've never had a hip-hop cabaret done in a classy fashion, and I think it can be done, and I would love to produce Sabin's Cabaret, but either way, um, it's not about me right now, it's about Jocelyn and her Cabaret, and the season finale was yesterday on Zeus, Zeus reach out to me, because I have some show ideas, and it's going to be perfect for y'all, hit me up, if you haven't watched Jocelyn's Cabaret and you don't have Zeus, Zeus is an app that has shows, um, man, it's compelling, it's riveting, it's it's content that, you know, you only find at Zeus, okay? Zeus is honestly the future of how I imagine reality television and, and honestly where content's going. So Zeus, you know, if you're listening, reach out because the Kasabian Lavo show definitely sees itself at Zeus. And if not the Kasabian Lavo show, something else will figure it out. We'll, we'll get something working. Um... Damn, what can I say about the season finale without ruining it? Uh, it's interesting. They get the girls. They teach them how to dance. Uh, and, and then, you know, they do the little dance at the... Excuse me, I don't want to say little dance. They do their dance at the show. And, and you know, they have a nice little night out. Uh, and, and now they're coming to Vegas. So I'm completely enthralled. And I am invested in this. And I'm waiting to see what happens when they come to Vegas and where they're going to be at. Because we'll be there live doing a fucking podcast every time they're filming. I promise. I promise we'll be we'll be rocking that. Um so these California fires. Uh this comes from the Los Angeles Times. California is off to another record-breaking year of wildfires. Excuse me. Let me get this closer to me. The screen is like mad far. California is off to another record-breaking year as wildfires. A year of wildfires, excuse me. I can't read for shit. I'm a rapper. I'm sorry. As the state enters its most dangerous months with extreme heat and dry terrain, creating the conditions for rapid spread, more than twice as many acres have burned in the first six months of this year than during the same time period last year. And hundreds of more fires, officials said. So here's the issue in California. Now, yes, being that it's very dry out and that at the core of it it's a desert right so we can't uh we can't be ignorant to to the fact that california is yes a desert most of it is half of it is and um it 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 suffers from droughts and it suffers from uh low water consistently this is nothing new it's been years and years and years of droughts and california has always been basically the same like i don't I, shit, if it wasn't for droughts in California, we wouldn't have skateboarding as we know it, and there wouldn't be a Tony Hawk and things of that nature. So with that being said, I mean, shout out to the droughts, but we have to pay attention to these droughts. First, a lot of the things that are grown in California shouldn't be grown in California. Um, we subsidize so much water in California that as a country, we should have come together and found a better place to grow these crops and change the economy in other places. It just doesn't work. Sorry. No matter how good the dirt is, we could do the same amount of growth in the middle of the country and, and, and really attack different, um, uh, different economies and create ecosystems, you know, based around something that's sustainable just naturally you know like billions and billions of gallons of water are sent over to california not only for 
um, their crops. Like I was going to do a story on almonds and how almonds literally suck the shit up out of all the water. Like almonds are water's um, just biggest enemy. It, uh, it takes a lot of water to, to grow almonds. Almond milk is, is not really milk. It's just water. Uh, listen, uh, California has a lot of waste. And it's affected here us here in Nevada. It's affected many of us in this country. And nonetheless, when these fires happen, there are many preventable actions that they can take uh, to not only slow down what's going on, but, you know, you can almost stop it. Um, there's no land management going on in California. There's a lot of laws that are supposed to be there in place to help uh, endangered species uh, to help the habitat of certain animals. And there's other rules where they're basically just, listen, we're not going to touch it. We're going to let nature be nature. That's not the way to go when it comes to this. Like, we have to be good shepherds of our land. And would you rather kill a couple of caterpillars or relocate a couple of calip- caterpillars and save 40, 50, 60, 90, 70 acres, whatever the fuck it is, or would you rather say, well, we saved the, the snails or whatever. It is. They, they're saving bugs. And it's like, yo, are you really saving bugs if you're burning down homes? People are evacuating all the time. These houses are burning down. These forests are burning down. And what happens when you have fires, which isn't really talked about because it doesn't rain much in California. But when you have fires, the ground gets loose because all the roots die. So if it does rain, they'll have massive landslides. California already has soft ground, so they have mudslides all the time when it rained. Um, And no different. After a fire, they can have terrible destruction due to water damage afterwards. These are things that we should prevent and we should honestly come together and say, okay, um, how many people have to die and how many houses have to be burned down until we say we're going to go in there and do some preventative actions? How about we remove some of the dead shit? How about we get rid of the dead leaves? I mean, there's no reason why they can't go in there and just be good shepherds of the land. Now, as far as the water issue, listen, I've been pissed off about California taking all that water. I really think we can do better. Um, And now what a better time than any for us to sit down and figure out what we're going to do um, with the future of this country and water and, 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 and business and, and economy. There's so many things that that need to change. And this should be one of them. Um, I feel bad for everybody that has to deal with the California laws. Uh, I'm disappointed in all the leadership in California. And, you know, it's sad to see how California is operated. You know, California's homes and the housing is, is probably the first off as a realtor. California is one of the most volatile markets ever all the time it's up all the time it's down it's, it's pretty phenomenal and and values are through the roof houses are dilapidated and and they're pieces of shit they're literally sitting on on you know 120 year old sticks and, and they're sold for millions and millions of dollars because of a decent view and and that's fine i'm completely i'm aware of location but I think it's unfair that you sell a house that's a thousand square feet in, in El fucking Cajon with a decent view for a million bucks. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, it takes us right into our next story. Um, when you run a state that's heavily governed, overtaxed, overhelping, instead of fixing problems, right? 
California wants to hand out money. Same thing New York does. They'd rather hand out money and then over control the people rather than let the people be free, earn money and make their own decisions. When the government has to come in and give you money, they're going to whatever they give you, they're taking away from you. So they're going to take your freedom while they give you a couple bucks. So. California does that very well. California loves to take care of the people. Same shit New York does. Over 400,000 people are in housing in New York City. They need to leave New York City. If 400,000 people are in housing, that means the upper class that are paying the taxes are paying crazy amounts of that. Excuse me. I need a cough button. I really do. Fucking Rogan made cough buttons like the most expensive shit in the world. Them shit was cheap as hell. I should have got one. And I looked down at like $700 for a cough button. Um... Cuba is very unique. I am working on a small documentary on Miami and how Miami came to be after the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. Um, due to the, the cocaine export and import business, Miami was basically built on cocaine. Well, another thing happened in the 80s that was monumental, and that was the Cuban refugees that were brought here from Cuba. Um, around that time... Uh, America was not doing well with Cuba, and we never really have. Um, you have to understand, Cuba runs on this fantastic form of government, which is called communism. And it's basically a dictatorship, because just one person says, do what the fuck I say, and everybody has to do it. But this is perfect, right? So communism, right? It's, it's about equality. That's what it's about. It's about making everything equal. Communism is about helping everyone. And because I know better, you do what I say. You don't know better and you're going to make bad decisions. So I'm just going to take all those options away from you. Communism is let's not give anyone an opportunity to grow. Everybody's just going to be at the same level and not the highest level, the lowest level possible with no options of life. Do you think that in Cuba they love cars from the 50s? No. That's when they started importing. That's when they stopped importing and exporting with other countries. They are stuck with those fucking cars. They pick how much food they eat. And now with what's going on with COVID and the shortages around the world, they're trying to use COVID as a cover up for their shitty fucking policies. Unfortunately, communism doesn't work. Socialism doesn't work. For all you out there that believe that that's the way to go, it's not. The issue with capitalism, it scares the weak. The issue with talking economics and talking competition is that it scares the weak. There's nothing wrong with competition. There's nothing wrong with losing and there's nothing wrong with winning. This country's different. This was an experiment. We got away from government. We have a bill of rights that protect us from government. Government works for us. I'm a conservative. I want less government. What I want is better opportunities and, and the ability to take care of myself without needing the government. Why is that so hard to ask? Why is it so much to ask for less regulations on things and, and maybe focusing on what's going on with inflation how about we figure that out how about we figure out how to fix our economic system in the ghettos our educational system right instead of focusing on real issues what politicians love to do is create these fake fucking narratives that don't mean anything they're just bullshit narratives and then they make you be they make you get concerned over things that don't exist and they say they're gonna fix it 
Biden was telling us that he had the fix for COVID. If you vote for him, if you vote for him. So he had the fix, but wouldn't help the world unless he was voted in. It's pathetic. Where is your where is your couth as a man, as a human, as a person? What the fuck is wrong with you? You create a race war for what? They speak on January 6th as if summer of 2020 did not exist. They tell you that the country's ran by racist white people and that the people that attack the White House are racist white people. Dog, y'all got to pick. You can't have it both ways. I'm a conservative. And when you say conservative, the first idea is a fat white guy that's a bigot because they say conservatives are bigots. They say conservatives are, um, you know, homophobic and things of that nature. Um, You know, the idea of a conservative is, you know, a right wing, maybe an extreme right wing person, a Bible thumper, things of this nature. Now, let me say something. As far as religion and politics, unfortunately, in my eyes, having Christian values and morals, that's fine. I think you should remove Christian and just have values and morals. Because when you put Christian in front of it, there's certain things that that religion considers wrong and creates hate. And so it's an avenue, unfortunately, an avenue for negativity because you create a hate off rip. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You know, if a religion's against a certain type of sex or a certain type of uh, sexual orientation or how you this and that or how you dress, tattoos, you're creating hate. You're not allowing people to be. So I believe in morals and values. As far as what religion, knock yourself out. In this country, you can do all that. That's the good thing about America. This is the one place where you come and not everybody's one thing. No matter how uh, big this country is, it's it's diverse. There's pockets of, of, of you know, small monocultures. But in, in reality, this is a very diverse country as far as religions, race, creed, all these things, color. It, it's an amazing melting pot that's never been done. And it's a beautiful thing. Now, we're being ran by a government that's overreaching. They're going to tell you that Cuba isn't going through anything that money can't fix and that America is going to go over there and stand with the people of Cuba. America isn't standing with the people of Cuba. They never have. It's there's no way that we're going to go over there and tell them to change how they run things. The people can do what they want to do, but there has to be a, a change in the court now. Is, are the Cuban leaders going to listen to the people? I don't know. There's going to have to either be a complete overthrow of, of their power so that they can start and have a republic like we do or some type of democracy that can get them somewhere. Remember, we have a republic, not a democracy. That's a just pay attention to these things that they want to tell you so you forget. Don't forget. This is a fucking republic. OK. Um, in Cuba, I've heard stories of people having to eat mops for food um i have friends that fought sharks to come here to this country who are diehard americans now flags on their arms usa they love this place because it gave them the opportunity to be business people it gave them the opportunity to have their families it gave them an opportunity to live their lives and it's a very unique thing for people that don't that are born today and don't even understand the freedoms of this world having the internet has opened eyes to a lot of people which is a great thing, but it's a negative thing, too, because it creates a lot of uh, 
entitlements, wants, and needs that probably don't fit everyone everywhere. Am I making sense? Like, I'm in Las Vegas. I really don't see myself living anywhere else ever because it's 24-7. I'm able to go shopping whenever I want. I can go eat whenever I want, gamble. Um, we can club. We can. There's nothing you can't do in Las Vegas at any time of day. And it fits my lifestyle because of how I move and all the things that I'm doing and how busy I am. So this works for me. You know, moving back to New York sounds great, but it's not as free as here. Right. Small things like that um, give people different perspectives on life. Right. So I'm from New York and I grew up one way. And when I came here to Las Vegas, things changed. And now I'm spoiled and don't know how to really mix back in with people that have those weird old outdated fucking laws that make no sense like there's a lot of laws that honestly can be changed and 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 i don't think anybody's gonna get hurt like there's a lot of weird ass laws that we can talk about but let's focus on cuba my issue honestly is that when you listen to president joe biden talk about or speak on us being in solidarity with cuban people unfortunately he doesn't mean it he doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about they would love to have a dictatorship here how they thought donald trump was because they always projected donald trump as a dictator that was never the case never that they would love to have communism and socialism let your boy bernie tell you everybody should be you know socialist no i think everybody should have the opportunity to make their own way i am an adult that is going to make responsible decisions that shouldn't hurt you. And I expect you as an adult to make responsible decisions that won't hurt me. Just fucking be happy, go to work, make money and live your life. Like, why is that so hard? I don't need the government prying in my shit. Can you please stop subsidizing all these farmers so prices can go down? Can you please work on inflation and really pay attention to what's going on with our educational system? Because having a country full of idiots doesn't fucking help anybody. It's weird that you would want to stifle your people. That's so fucking weird. Back to Cuba. So let's talk about it. The largest protest in Cuba in 30 years happened this weekend. Um, If you don't know, Cuba is a communist country. And Cuba has been uh, foe, friend, foe, and foe again to the United States. And we have had dealings with them for many, many years. During the muscle, the Russian missile crisis, Kennedy was going back and forth with them and we've cut them off. And, you know, we put all these sanctions on the island. Listen, there needs to be real reform in Cuba. The United States might not be able to get involved in that fashion, but they can get involved in helping the people have a better. I mean, at least a, a clear fucking scope of where they can go with this, because I really don't know how you would overthrow that government and say, OK, Give these people a republic and give them, you know, some bill of rights. Just, they, you know, they're asking for basic human rights. Unfortunately, that doesn't matter in a communist country or a dictator country. Look at China. Look at Hong Kong. Look what they're doing over there. It's everywhere where these countries are ran by one person that, you know, insists on running with an iron fist. Um, so here's a, a piece out of the Hill. Um President Joe Biden on Monday expressed solidarity with protesters in Cuba when thousands of people rallied against food shortages, high prices, admitted to the coronavirus pandemic over the weekend. So here's here's what's wrong with that. That's not what's going on. Yes, there's a shortage in the world right now for a lot of things because the chain of and the flow of manufacturing took a hiccup. But 
Nothing like that. What's really going on in Cuba is the same old shit. Um, if you didn't realize this, during the COVID lockdowns, you were able to give dictators and countries that ran this way more power. So they've been able to really cripple their people because due to COVID laws and safety and blah, 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 we're going to lock you up in your fucking house and you do what we tell you. Excuse me, if you pay attention to what's going on here when we have been locked down because of the COVID shit, you know, it's pretty funny that they get to pick who goes to work, who doesn't go to work. And, and who leaves their house, who doesn't leave their house. It, the weirdest shit ever. The weirdest shit ever. Well, very minimal information. And, you know, you have, you have a statement that says that the people were rallying together because of, sh- of fucking food shortages and high prices due to COVID. No, they've always had food shortages. They were literally, they would have rations. These people would have to go get one pound of rice a week. Stand in line. Be home by 9 p.m. You're not allowed outside past 9 p.m. That is not living. The fuck don't you understand? The Cuban people are demanding their freedom from an... This one's going to be a good one. See, that's why I hate fucking reading. Mm -mm, I'm not even going to try it. Authoritarian? Really? Mm -mm. I don't think I said that right. Authoritarian regime? Mm, If y'all know that big ass word, y'all let me know. I don't think that we've seen anything like this in the protest in a long, long time. Quite frankly, if ever Biden told reporters, Biden's a fucking. I don't know what that big ass word was, but the Cuban people don't want fucking socialism anymore. And they don't want to be ran by a dictator. They like to have choice for fuck's sake. That's what they want. The United States stands firmly. This is in quotes. The United States stands firmly with the people of Cuba as they assert their universal rights. He said, what the fuck's a universal right, dog? Is there some type of universal court that we all go to? There's no universal rights. We have a a code that we would love to live by in this world that we've come to and said, hey, man, there's a certain code of human rights that we want to give everybody. But fuck, they don't do it. So you can say universal rights. That doesn't mean dick. Because obviously they don't give a shit. So with with that being said, let's see. Let's finish what the fuck he says. <sighs> we can call the government of Cuba to refrain from violence. Oh, this is great. We can call on the government, the government of Cuba to refrain from violence in their attempts to silence the voices of the people of Cuba. So let's really talk about this violence. What they're having is that the police are going out there and beating the shit out of the people to shut them up because they don't have freedom of speech. Remember, Donald Trump was suing Facebook and Twitter for freedom of speech. And we said that those are private companies, so he wouldn't win. But if they become public utilities, he could win. Now, Here's something that's going on in Cuba that might blow your brain. There's no internet. They turn the internet off. They turn the internet off. They can't even talk to people. What's next? The phones? This shit is ridiculous. This is why the United States is so special. The American dream. The American dream. There's no other fucking dream. I've never heard of any dream. And I apologize for cussing so much, but I'm very passionate about my people being abused and and no one understands what we go through. You know, like I was harassed and humiliated by Mexican friends of mine because I was Puerto Rican and I didn't need papers. Ain't that a bitch? Because I didn't need papers. I had Cuban friends. Same thing with them. But they're, they're refugees. So they had different type of papers as well. And they were being ridiculed by by our Mexican friends as well. It's weird to think that there's so many Spanish people with so many different problems. 
The Biden and Harris administration stands by the Cuban people and the people around the world who demand their human rights and expect governments to listen and serve them rather than silence them. That's funny because our government tries to silence us all the time. And we literally have a bill that says, no, you can't. Um, listen, I'm embarrassed. We're not handling this well. But I don't know how to handle foreign issues of this manner because they need complete change. Uh, last time that we interdicted, I think it was in Egypt and we didn't do too well. Uh, I, I, I really uh, don't throw money at this problem. From what I see, it looks like this Biden administration and uh, Kamala Harris and them, they're going to try to throw money at this. Now, the problem is, you know, I believe that when you're in control of the purse, you should be a good shepherd of money. You know, we give Donald Trump exposed a lot of countries that we were just giving money to and they never did anything. They weren't being held accountable for the amounts of money that we were giving and for the problems that were coming from their countries, i.e. Ecuador, 30 billion dollars a year. And people are still running here in caravans. It doesn't make any sense. How are your people escaping when you're getting $30 billion a year to help, you're supposed to take that money and rebuild, bring economy. That money should stay here in America. We shouldn't give anybody a dime until we take care of our homeless problem. Puerto Rico is a fucking unique place. Puerto Rico isn't a state, and it's about $82 billion in debt. Puerto Rico has probably the shittiest economy of all the states. And I mean, we, we <laughs> Puerto Rico is a conversation in itself. For Cuba to come out of this and for people to understand why communism doesn't work and why capitalism is uh, something that I urge everyone to really look into and understand. Please don't let the greed of a few ruin the entire system. Like politicians have a way of making boogie monsters out of people and they've used the word capitalism and capitalist to create this evil person that only thinks about money and money only. That's not the case. Um, as a capitalist, you're working towards capital. I mean, you want to do, you want to provide a service that's going to make you a profit and make you dividends. Now, not everybody's going to have a business or want to run a business, but for those that do, they would like to run a profitable business that would grow the economy in the area for themselves, for the people around them. Like if a person opens a business and it creates 300 jobs, that's 300 families that are being affected by one person's dream, aspirations and hard work. So that's a big deal. That's a capitalist. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you talk about Walmart. Hey, Walmart provides a great fucking service. If they didn't, they wouldn't be here. Don't talk about them in a negative way when you're shopping there all the time. They did it right. There's mom and pop shops. They're everywhere. They're going to be everywhere. They really won't go anywhere. And if they do them right, you can have a beautiful little mom and pop shop and, and people can come and grab quick groceries whenever they need. And Walmart can be Walmart and you can have them both. You just got to know how to do it. Times are changing. So we always have to adapt. And as business people, adapting is a big deal. Being a capitalist, it sucks that there's certain times when you have to look at people as products and you can't give them the emotional care that they should have because in reality, people are, um, you know, humans. They, they have feelings. They, they, they have families. They, they, there's so many factors when it comes to people. And as a business person, we look at people as products like you, you know, 
without you, we can't do X, Y, Z. So we pay you for your services and, you know, you're, you're worth X amount of dollars. And that sucks because sometimes it's it's not enough money to support a family. And then, you know, this is where the fight starts. Well, you're a capitalist. You have all this money. You should pay your employees enough to live. That's fine. But if I'm paying $30, $40 an hour and everybody's living and I'm not, then we have a problem. So socialism sounds great. Socialism is equality. I apologize for licking my lips. I know I look crazy, but usually if I'm just talking to the microphone, y'all can't see that. So but um, socialism and the idea of socialism, it just never makes sense because the only way that they can give equality is by giving everybody the worst. See, they, they, they knock you off whatever course you may have had on your own and they put you on a course that they feel like is deemed livable, which is just bullshit. Look, in Cuba, they're handing out a pound of rice a week. People were eating mops at one point. This is a real thing. Okay. Those curfews, you they have to do what they would. So, yo, the hospitals are falling apart. They're not putting money into anything. They're keeping the fucking money and they're pocketing it. You know, it's kind of like what our government's doing here because the bigger our government gets, all they do is just take and take and take. Like these salaries are outrageous. They shouldn't even get paid a quarter of the fucking money they make. And, and we should really talk about those types of things because that's where the bullshit lie. Power of the purse is a big deal. The free market's a big deal. Capitalism's a big deal. You know, they don't teach economics in school because economics creates competition, and competition's scary. And competition means somebody's got to lose. It's unfortunate. Somebody's got to lose. There was another Walmart out there. He ain't make it. There was another Target out there. He ain't make it. Y'all remember MySpace, right? <laughs> Bye-bye. Not everything's forever, and, and not everybody can survive, adapt, adjust, and keep pushing. Listen, Amazon started in the garage. You couldn't start Amazon. Hey, what? The, the world is ran by 20 companies, 23 companies, and 13 of the largest companies are right here in America. Facebook, Macintosh, uh, Windows. Was Tesla in the fucking garage, too? Does anybody know? Nobody knows. Xabian came out of the, the fucking concrete. What else was made here in America? Everything's made in America. Because there's freedoms. This is the only place you can say fuck the government. You can say fuck the police. They can't say shit. Are you kidding me? The First Amendment is the most beautiful thing ever. And as a hip-hop artist, our forefathers in hip-hop fought for us to have the ability to speak, sell our music, and, and, and have the freedom to express ourselves and not be held accountable for fucking for rhymes that were probably fictionary or not. They don't hold them motherfuckers accountable for their rock and roll shit. Well, they did at one point. But anyway, that's the whole nother conversation. Um, this Cuban issue is not a financial issue. And, uh, you know, I stand with my people. Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and Cubans are all the same people. We just ended up on different islands. And, and we all come in these beautiful shades and beautiful colors. My father is a, is a, a dark-skinned Puerto Rican. My mother is blonde hair, blue eyes, and light as fucking milk. My grandmother was a very light-skinned woman. My grandfather was dark-skinned with blue eyes. And, and, you know, my kids came in all types of different shades. And, you know, Puerto Ricans are very unique and very special. And so are our brethren, you know, in Cuba and in the Dominican Republic and Haiti. You know, we're, we're Caribbeans. You know, we have flavor. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
People don't understand that Puerto Ricans, when you say Puerto Ricans, you got to understand that, yeah, we're, we're African. So we definitely lean into our, our black side. You know, that that's what they would say. Oh, y'all black. Yeah, we black. We soul food. It's just Puerto Rican style. That's it. I hope the United States can help. I hope the Cubans can figure out, you know, a solid way out and they can rebuild. If, if any time, if there was any time to rebuild, now is the time. Companies should invest and they should, you know, have the ability to go over to Cuba and offer more than just fucking hotels. Same thing with Puerto Rico. We need more than hotels. We need to teach these kids economics. It's very unfortunate what's going on. I'm going to go play video games with my friends. My name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.